Hello. It's Monday. Um, I was going to do a message on Sunday, but I was too pissed off. My friend calls me up. He's a fireman. And he's in downtown Ojai. And he says, you can't believe what you're seeing, what I'm seeing. He says, I'm screaming out the window. I'm losing my mind. You need to calm me down. I'm like, what are you talking about? He says, the farmer's market is taking place in Ojai. I'm like, what are you? No, it can't be. He goes, no, it's packed with people. I'm like, I don't believe you. I mean, this can't be happening. He goes, no, dude, I'm out of my mind. I'm like, I actually don't, I'm getting in my car right now and I'm going to go look. So I get in my car and I go down and I look at the farmer's market in downtown Ojai. It's freaking packed with people walking around, chatting, dogs, musicians busking. And I'm like, what the fuck are these people doing? You got to be kidding me. Are we really this stupid? And apparently so. I go by Rainbow Bridge and there's 30 people sitting outside in the front. I go around the corner and there is a line eight people deep, one foot away to get tacos. I am, I, I can't. Okay, so now I'm like the most hated guy in Ojai because I took pictures and I posted these pictures of these morons and uh, and I put them on the Ojai social media sites and I called them out for the asshats that they are and, uh, and all the uh, health conscious, you know, I only eat organic food uh, people because they're so goddamn healthy uh, but they're packing in the midst of a pandemic and a lockdown, they're packing uh, a, a farmer's market. A once a week veggie swap meet and they can't live without it. They, they can't. Anyways. That was good. I had a sermon, but I couldn't even, I couldn't spit it out because I was so angry yesterday. And if you don't think I'm still angry, I'm so angry. I am so pissed off. I'm so disappointed. I'm so amazed and flabbergasted at the arrogance, the inconsideration, the disrespect, the uh, pride and willful ignorance of my neighbors. Fuck them. And you know what the funny thing is? I said that, and so many people were so far more upset that I used the word fuck than they were that these people are basically drunk driving through our community. You know, it's like, don't badmouth the drunk driver by using a cuss word who just ran over a family and killed them. I, I'm at a loss. Anyways, um, I want to talk about these times right now. Something, I don't know what you're learning. 
I'm observing and I'm learning some things that are some things that I'm not learning. I'm just confirming like uh, this aspect of socialism, like, oh, you know, all these Trump people. Oh, what's the joke? Like, what's what's it what's it take to, to change a Trump supporter into a uh, socialist? Thousand dollar government check, apparently. Apparently right now with all the unemployment and this disaster hitting us, socialism is such a bad idea. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not talking about a socialist state where the government owns everything. I'm talking about society. That's where the word socialist, we live in a society. We are social creatures. We live in a socialist setting and it's beautiful. It's why I can drive on the 405 or the 101. It's why I got roads. It's why I've had my kids go to these amazing public schools down the street, like Topa Topa, shout out. Mattel Hill Hog, junior high, shout out. Nordoff High School, amazing experience for all my four kids. I like that socialism. I like to be able to drive. You know what socialism is? It's when your neighbor looks out the window and sees your house is on fire and then calls the fire department and the fire department shows up, puts out the fire, drags your kids out and revives them on the front yard and saves their lives. That's socialism. Socialism is when the insurance company helps you rebuild your burnt down house. That's socialism, insurance. Capitalism, that's when the insurance company finds a loophole and doesn't pay out after your house is burnt down. That's capitalism for you. Jesus tells these stories about people and greed talks about this guy that's a great farmer and he has a bumper crop. He has so much, he can't even fit it in his barn. So you know what he does? He builds a bigger barn. Next year, same thing. Another bumper crop. So much, he, he builds a bigger barn. And he keeps building this barn bigger and bigger and bigger because he's just on a roll. That's what, that's capitalism for you. It's, it's people just building bigger barns, corporations and CEOs and offshore accounts, loading and stacking and greed. And they get so much money, they can't even spend it. So it stacks up and the money loses its velocity. Check out Economics 101, the velocity of money. When money is just stuffed into a bigger barn, it doesn't circulate and everyone else suffers. And Jesus talked about that and he mocked it. Because guess what? That fat cat just dropped dead one day. He didn't even get to enjoy all his money. He stacked so much up, he just freaking died. The Old Testament Jews knew that sometimes life is like a monopoly game. 
And when you play Monopoly, if you know the game, you play Monopoly, you, I always play it, I always get crushed. But you end up on Broadway and you're just getting smashed and people are going from little greenhouses to hotels. And I used to, the first time I ever played that game was with my sister and her friends. I was a little kid. I was getting smashed by them. And, and finally at the end of the game, I just got so angry. I'm just a little guy and I'm like, I picked up the whole board and I tossed it up into the sky and ran away. They were so pissed at me. But you know what that, that's actually what God does in the Bible for the Jews. It's called the Jubilee. Every 49th year, God takes the Monopoly board and he tosses it up in the air. He says, oh, everybody start over. Everybody gets a fair share and starts over. God's idea, not mine. John the Baptist, when he's preparing the way for Jesus, he's at the Jordan River baptizing and he's speaking truth to power and all these people come out, including religious leaders who he's just laying into, just calling them names. And I love that. People get so pissed at me because I call people out because um, they think like Jesus was murdered because he was a nice guy. <laughs> you gotta be kidding me. He was murdered because he was calling out people, calling out truth to power, calling out that fucking morons that are out there. That's why they killed him. So he's calling people to repent, which is a beautiful word. word. In, in, in the Greek, it's metanoia, which means to change one's mind. Um, but in the Hebrew, it's teshuva, and it's much, much, much more than that. It's, it is a change of mind. It's a change of reality. And in, in, in the Jewish sense, teshuva means not just to change your mind or your direction, but to return, to come back to the pristine, original purpose of who we are as creations of God. Come back to God's image. And it's so funny because when he tells them that, they ask him, like, well, what are we, what are we supposed to do? <laughs> and then John the Baptist goes, well, if you got two coats, share, give one to another who doesn't have a coat. Speaking socialism. It gets worse. I mean, the early church community in the book of Acts had everything in common. The early Christians, the, the, the original followers of Jesus, I don't even want to call them Christians because that word just freaking it's meaningless today. But the original followers of the way was a community that shared and cared and looked out for each other. If you had a lot of property, you sold some of it. And you brought that to share with others who are in need. They had everything in common, it says. That was the early church community. That's what, that's what I'm trying to emulate. I'm not saying I got it down. I'm saying, I remember when there was a time when I wanted, I wanted to change the church's name. Oh, High Valley Community Church. You know, I wanted something cool, you know, like reality, redemption, the well, you know, something like really, I wanted one of those. And then it occurred to me that the word community was exactly what we are about. 
exactly what the early church was about. Communing together, sharing. And we've tried to do that. I don't even consider ourselves a church anymore. I consider ourselves a charity. Ojai Valley Community Charity. You know what the definition of charity is? The practice of charity means the voluntary giving of help to those in need as a humanitarian act. I'm more about being a humanitarian than being a Christian. Jesus tells a story about love. He, 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 he's asked, what's the greatest commandment? And he says, to love your neighbor as yourself. And then a, a wise guy, religious dude, goes, yeah, but who's my neighbor? And Jesus tells a story. I don't know if it was a story. I think it was a, a reality. I think this was an actual experience about a, a Jew that's traveling up from Jericho up to Jerusalem to go worship. And I've been on that road, actually. And, and on the road, he's attacked by robbers, and he's beaten to near death, stripped of all his belongings and left to die. And there happened upon him a couple of people. First, a priest, a religious, a pastor, a religious. He was going up to Jerusalem to worship too. And he sees the dead guy there and he's like, not sure if he's dead, but he decides I better not check on him. Maybe because he would be defiled. Because if the guy's dead and you check on the dead person, you become uh, unclean and you'd have to go through a ritual. And So he was thinking, like, I can't go to church unclean. I mean, this freaking guy dead on the road, walk around the carcass. And he leaves. After him comes a guy, it's called a Levite. And this is kind of like a deacon in the church, like your church board member. He sees the same thing and he says, and he does the same damn thing. Hmm. Not my problem. There's some bad guys around here. I better get out of here. He hightails it out of there. And then comes a Samaritan. Now to the Jews, the Samaritan was the wrong religion, wrong race, wrong uh, everything. He was considered the lowest scum of the earth. And the Samaritan man sees the body lying there and he goes and attends to it and he finds out the guy's alive. And he picks him up bandages him, puts him on his donkey and takes him to shelter, to an inn, to a Motel 6. And he pays, he pays for his stay there and he pays for his welfare to be healed and medicine and I'm going to come back in a few days and check on him. And Jesus asked the religious smartass, so who was a neighbor to who? He couldn't even say the word Samaritan because it was the wrong everything. Listen, I take, there are so many people out in the world that I'd rather be with than Christians because so many Christians just make me sick. They're all about it. Rugged individualism and pulling yourself up by your own bootstraps. The American way. Well, America just got kicked in the balls. And maybe, just maybe we're gonna learn something. Maybe we're gonna come out of this nightmare better for it.
Maybe we'll be more generous. Maybe we can knock down some of those bigger barns that people keep building. Maybe, just maybe, we can be better at sharing and helping our neighbor, whoever they are. Charity, the voluntary giving of help to those in need as a humanitarian act. Man, I'm seeing it. I am seeing charity. Despite those freaking yahoos wandering around with their veggie market, I am seeing people who are stepping up, first responders, people, doctors. My friends who work at the grocery store who are doing their due diligence to make sure everything is clean and safe as possible. These people are inspiring to me. These people give me hope. Even though yesterday, I gotta admit, I was pretty hopeless. I'm thankful that there are people out there that can bring me back to earth, even though I see stupidity. I also see brilliance. And I wanna be a part of the solution, not the problem. God bless you, have a great day.